family. Family. I'm so glad to be in this building on this morning. I've been sitting back watching all the pain we've been going through, all the struggles we've been going through. I've been sitting back watching. I've been praying. I've been hoping. I told Brother JK I have to speak because I'm concerned about our world. I want to say this to my Mountain View family. When I look on these sides over here, I can picture everybody in their seats, the praise team, the leaders, the senior citizens, our youth. I miss all you all. Man, when you don't have something, sometimes we take life and everything for granted. But then when God takes it away from you, you appreciate it more. I'm humble. I'm so grateful to be speaking on this morning. Last year, I did a sermon called, Sometimes You Have to Take a Hit to Be a Hit. And that was a powerful sermon. But this year, it's time for us to talk about something. My sermon is called, The Setback, and we're going to have a comeback. The Setback to the Comeback. And for my older generation, I called them the blessed generation, the storm is passing over. It's time to shout, hallelujah. Oh, it's going to be over. And we got to do three things, I believe, for the storm to end. One, we got to let God know now it's his time. We got to give God his love. We got to give God his respect. It's God's time now. America can never be great again unless we make God great again. God has to be great. Our homes won't be great until we make God great. And then, our youth, it's going to be your time now. Youth is going to be your time. I endorse you. I endorse you. I encourage you. We need your energy. We need your swag. We need your smartness. It's your time now. It's your time. And then after that, number three, I want to tell you, we have to have love. Oh, we don't have no more love. We have so much hatred in our world. So let's start off with God. Turn your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. And I want to say this, I want to say this. Brother J.K., I, I just want to say you have been a, such a great leader. Our deacons, our elders, great leadership. I've been watching from afar. Our praise team. It's good to see Brother Bill and Brother Colin here. Our security team. God bless you all. I feel safe when I see JJ, Brother Carlos, Brother Johnson. I feel good. So good to see you all. The setback to the comeback. Oh, we're going to be all right, family. We're going to be all right. I was scrolling through our Facebook page one day, and I saw a sign that said, God bows down to Trump. Now, this lesson's not for Trump, but I'm not hating on Trump. We need to pray for him and his family, too. 
But let me say this right now. God does not bow down to any man. Read Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. Let's see what God has to say about that. He hath made the earth by his power. Stop right there. He hath made the earth by his power. Who? God has. Keep reading, brother. He hath established the world by his wisdom. That's God. And the master don't bow down. Sorry, brother Carl. The master never bow down to his students. Amen. Keep reading, brother. And have stretched out the heavens he by his discretion. He stretched out the heavens. He is God. He's the peak. He's the alpha. He's omega. He's the standard. God put everybody on hold. Even the devil's on strike right now. He can't even do nothing. Because everything he uses to tempt us, he's walking around with the side. Look at this. He wants to get something to tempt us. He's on strike right now. He's God. God is the alpha. He's the standard. Keep reading, brother. When he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. And he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. That's God. That's God. God had to shut everything down to get our attention. We put everything before him, and he had to take it away from us. He took the plug out, and he said, peace be still. Now do I have your attention now. Now I see fathers and sons walking together, mothers and daughters spending time together. He, oh, I'm so excited about this. He said, stop. Look at me. I am the alpha. I am the maker. Every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess. I am God. If we're going to have the setback, he has to be put first. He's the foundation. We need him so much in this world. I remember when I was growing up in Boston, I didn't think I needed God. And then when I got in trouble, I realized how much I needed him. I want you all to take a second to give God praise. Give him a hand clap to say, God, we love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't always do it your way. But now you took the plug out and you said, do I got your attention now? The setback will be the comeback when we establish him as the main source. Oh, we can feel good about the setback. That's point number one. And then point number two, turn your Bible. Proverbs 17, verses 6. Youth, I've been here for four years right now. Last year this time, when Justin and I was talking about how we wanted to end the youth month. And I told Brother Justin Houston, which he's a great youth director here at Mountain View, I said, I want to end this with three young men. We were getting a lot of credit for being a great choir director, a great youth choir. But I wanted Mountain View Church to see that they wasn't only just great spiritual youth singers, but they was great individuals. In our Sunday school class, I would see our youth answering questions like they went to Harvard. 
And I wanted the church to see what we were seeing in Sunday school. So we asked three young men to speak for us last year. And that was Jeremiah, Kendrick Jr., and Aaron Thompson. They did an outstanding job. Read Proverbs chapter 17, verse 4. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. It's your time now. We need you all to be the Joshua, the Caleb of this generation. Young people got swag. They tough. They bold. They have faith. And that was the connection between Caleb and Joshua with God. God, oh, God loved them so much because they knew God had their back. And we have to embrace our young people. It's your time now. We need you all. We need your energy. Jordan, we need you. We need you. We need the college student. We need the kids crew, the youth group, the young adults. We need all you are. Your swag is bodacious. You're strong. You're young. You're smart. You're bold. But stay humble. Stay humble. You got to stay humble. You got to listen. Young people, we need you more now than ever before. We have great young people here. Great! I love them. Four years ago when I was a youth minister, they were young. They was a little silly. Sometimes they didn't listen to us. And now four years later, I see growth. I see maturity. We need y'all. It's your time now. Young people, it's your time now. Brother Landrum endorse you. Help us. Be there for us. Frederick Douglass said it's easy to train young people because they're bold and they're strong. And sometimes the older generation, they're broken. They've been through so many trials and tribulations, and sometimes they don't see it. We need young people's energy and say, Ma, I got this. I'll help you to the promised land. And that's what Joshua and that's what Caleb did. They led them. And God don't have no problem using young people. David, young, great, wasn't perfect. Solomon wasn't perfect, but he was great. Moses wasn't perfect, but he was great. And you don't have to be perfect to be great for God. Turn your Bibles to Proverbs 24. Verses 16. Read, Brother Collins. Proverbs. For a just man fall of seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Listen to me. Young people, you're going to make mistakes. And when they do make mistakes, it's our job to pick them up. And keep encouraging. I want to tell you something about what happened to me 25 years ago. Um, I got in trouble when I was on probation. And this was 25 years ago. And I remember my probation officer called me into the office and he said, Brother Landry, I need to speak to you. And this was like my six months into my probation. And he said to me, um, he said, I'm going to end your probation six months early. But you have to promise me three things. You got to never get
get in trouble again. And you got to keep a job. But this is what he told me that scared me. He said, 25 to 30 years down the line, I see you mentioning people. And I told him, I, uh, I'm not worried. He said, why? I said, because I've been on probation. I ain't always done things the right way. And he said, that's why you'd be the perfect person to mention young people. This was 25 years ago. I don't have to be perfect to be great for God. Young people, you don't have to be perfect to still be great for God. Kobe Bryant said, champions don't make excuses. They just win. They don't make excuses. They just win. I, you know, I saw the Harriet Tubman movie, and I was wondering why she was so successful freeing black slaves, and I saw it. Her success was her connection. Her connection with God. And she had faith. You, you tell a young person something, can they do something, and they're going to tell you, yeah. I remember I used to tease Roy Montgomery Jr. about basketball. I used to say, you think you can play? He used to tell me, yeah. I said, you can't beat me. He said, yes, I can. I said, I'm from Boston. He said, I'm from Dallas. These young people got swag. They confident. They bold. We need that. We need our young people. We need you so much. And ironically, I'm now the youth minister at the Mountain View Church of Christ when I didn't think I was worthy to be a mentor. See, God will have a plan and a purpose for everybody. And sometimes he puts you in strange lands and you'll be like, what's going on? But he's preparing you for something greater. 25 years ago, I didn't see that. And then, by the way, my probation officer became my father figure. That's God. That's God. That's God. I didn't see it then. God has a plan and a purpose for everybody. He had a plan and purpose for Joshua and Caleb. He said, lead them. And they did because they had what? Faith. If we're going to have the comeback, it's time for all of us to have faith. No God is going to do it. So now we have two points. We know now we have to establish ourselves with God. Two, it's time for our young people to be endorsed. It's time for our young people to step up. And when you look at the kids' crew, the youth, and the young adults, that's the church. You're going to find ministers in that, deacons, elders, presidents, doctors, lawyers. It's your time now. Kids' crew. Youth, young adults, you at another level. It's your time now. Help us take this world to the next level. The setback will be the comeback. And then God's going to always, he's going to be smiling because he's going to start seeing us loving each other, taking care of each other, supporting each other. And I believe this too. When we put God first, then the family's great. And when the family's great, the church is great. And then when the church is great, the community is great. And when the community is great, the world is better. Let's make God great again. And then the comeback will be successful. And then finally, point three. 
turn your Bible to John chapter 4, verses 7 to 8. John chapter 4, verses 7 to 8. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. And Brother Powell, now turn to 1 John oh. chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. That was my bad, brother. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. About six years ago, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was working at Macy's. And I was about to leave Macy's to go marry my beautiful wife, Candace Langley, in Quitman, Georgia. And I used to work in the soup department. And I worked with a young lady, I'm not going to say her name because, you know, we're on Facebook. She said, I need to speak to you, Brother Greg, because I got to tell you something. She said, I grew up in Orange County, California. She said, my mother and father raised me, and you pay attention to this, to hate black people. Stay with me. She said, my mother told me that, especially black men, she said that every black man in the world is dangerous. She said, her mother and father told her they steal, they rob, they don't take care of their kids. And I was getting angry inside because I wanted to defend my race. But she said, listen to me. And I saw her face and she had tears coming down. And she said, so I didn't like black people. She said, every time a black man would come into the store, I didn't trust him because of the way I was raised. She said, but when I met you, Brother Greg, I saw something different. She said, you dress different, you act different. She said, I kept waiting for you to steal, but you didn't steal. She said, I kept waiting for you to help certain people to steal clothes out of the store, but you never did that. And I said, that's because God and my mother raised me not to do that. She said, I knew your race was going to like you. But I didn't know my race was going to like you. She said, what changed my mind about you was when my race was loving you, accepting you, and liking you. She said, all these years I hated black men. And I thought very bad and, and I thought terrible about black men. And from working with you for three years, you changed the whole perception of what a black man is. And I say that to say this. A lot of times, hate is taught in our world from an early age. And we're never going to stop loving each other until we start teaching love in our homes. She started crying and she hugged me for 20 minutes to say, I'm so sorry. And sometimes God will put you in places that you don't understand because I wanted to work downtown Atlanta, but God put me in Kennesaw because he had a plan and a purpose for me. 
I believe if we put God first and endorse our great, great, great youth, and then if we show the world that we can love everybody, we need love in our human race. We need love in our homes. We need love in our schools. We need love in our church. We need love in our community. We need so much love. In order for us to have the setback to the comeback, we're going to have to have love. And when we have love, God will smile on us. He will take us from the setback to the comeback. And I can hear our seasoned seniors saying, the storm will finally be passing over. And we can shout, hallelujah. Because now God is pleased. Mountain View, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get so much better. I can't wait till we come back in here and I can hug everybody, appreciate everybody, and tell you I love you, I miss you. I can't wait for our young generation to take this world to another level. It's your time now. Then I can't wait for us to embrace everybody with love, unity, love, unity, love, unity. And then God will say, well done. Now the comeback is time. The comeback is time. Oh, I'm so humble. When I came in here, I was crying because I miss you all so much. I appreciate you all so much. Man, the setback to the comeback. Let's love each other more. Let's appreciate each other more. Let's encourage each other more. And Mountain View, I love what you're doing with the food giveaway. You're helping out the community. You know, me and my wife lost a job. Lay me off. I love fashion. Lay me off. And God said, Gregory, do I have your attention now? But I'll be all right. We eating better now than we ever had when I did have a job. Oh, I'll get the job back. Oh, I'll get the job back. We all right. Young people, let's give the keys to you. It's your time now. Take us to the next level. But you got to remember something. He has to be first. He's our master. When I think about how great God is, I just start getting to start trembling. And I say to myself, why didn't I even give my father in heaven this respect? Let's start having reunions but no funerals. Every time we have reunions, it's always because of funerals. Let's start having a reunion with no funerals. Just so we can say, it's good to see you. Mountain View, the reunion is coming. Hang in there. You're going to be all right. I want to say this to all our doctors, all our nurses here in Mountain View. God bless you.
I love you. All the nurses and doctors in the world, God bless you. We love you. To our bishops, hang in there. It's going to be all right. Deacons, hang in there. We're going to be all right. Brother J.K., you've been a great leader so far. You and your wife have demonstrated great leadership through tough times. Hang in there. We're going to be all right. To our youth ministers, youth ministries, Damani, Sister Anderson, you all was blessed even through the tough times. And I, I want to say this. I remember when they came here three or four years ago. They showed a lot of people love. And they became like the aunts and uncles of all that youth. And I remember when I got sick. And I got off that. They operated on me. And the first person I saw was this beautiful couple. And that was Damani and his wife. And you wonder why God blessed them. And his wife was a blessing. Show love and you get love. And our youth, there's no time. Our youth workers, I call my youth workers, I say single and beautiful. Great youth workers. Great! I miss all you all. Single and beautiful. I might be throwing an advertiser to somebody else here. Among them, we got beautiful single youth workers. And then to our great youth. Brother Greg, love you. Remember, Kobe Bryant said, champions don't make excuses. They just win for the Lord. I am so humble and grateful and honored to speak on this youth Sunday. Keep praying for me and my wife. Keep praying for all the members here in Mountain View. We need y'all more now than ever before. We all in this together. Rich or poor, Black or white, we all in this together. I asked Gerald to do my favorite song on nothing without you. And the only reason I wanted it because, see, I realize now, Brother Greg, is nothing without God. I, 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 I see it now. I, I'm getting tired of it because it could take death for us to see how great God is. He took the plug out. He rebooted it. And now he said, do I have your attention? I love you all. Keep loving each other. Boy, keep loving each other. Young people, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, but now you're becoming men and young ladies. Love each other. Stay unified. Appreciate God. And appreciate your parents. God bless you all.